0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Shap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Stevens Incorporated, an independent financial services firm with the freedom to focus on what matters most. Blackman Auctions. For over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels, We partner with you to deliver high-yield results by managing, developing, and investing in top-quality hospitality assets. And now, from the short grass, here is your host, Trey Shap.
1: Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Shap. The President's Cup is here. The international team against the United States team. The international team, captained by Trevor Immelman, consists of Hideki Matsuyama, Sunjay M., Tom Kim, Corey Connors, Mito Pereira, Adam Scott, Taylor Pendrith, Sebastian Munoz, Siwoo Kim, Cam Davis, K.H. Lee, and Christian Bizudenholt. The United States team, captained by Davis Love III, features Patrick Cantlay, Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Xander Schauffele, Cameron Young, Billy Horschel, Kevin Kisner, Colin Morikawa, Max Homa, and Jordan Spieth. You can watch the President's Cup on NBC over the weekend. Quail Hollow Golf Club in Charlotte is the host of the President's Cup matches, and we will have a full recap of the President's Cup in our next episode. Blackman Auctions. Since 1938, better auctions have always been blackman auctions find them on the web at blackmanauctions.com one of our great sponsors of from the short grass we're back with our guest this week steve sullivan stay with us
2: Heading to El Dorado to check out some live music or to play Mystic Creek? Stay at the Haywood, the only boutique hotel in the middle of downtown and the Murphy Arts District. If you are spending a weekend in Hot Springs, make plans now at the Marriott Courtyard close to Lake Hamilton and Oakwan. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages both of these fine properties and you will rest easy knowing that your every need is taken care
3: of. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels on the web at bphotels.com. This is Thomas Blackman with Blackman Auctions. The economy is changing slowly but surely. The market is slowing down in a gradual slide. Not an emergency yet. The sky is not falling, but a change is coming. When times are good, auctions make buyers compete to buy at the highest market value. When the economy gets tough, auctions force buyers to make a purchase decision. Either way, auctions get the highest return for a seller and a strong deal for a buyer. With an experienced auction company, it's a simple process. Go to blackmanauctions.com for more information. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions.
1: Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to From the Shortgrass. Steve Sullivan, a longtime television personality, loves the game of golf. And by his own admission, he's not very good at it. But he's a great interview. You're going to love this. On the tee, Steve Sullivan. Steve Sullivan, thanks for joining me on From the Short Grass. Now, I know you are from Massachusetts. That's right. So you grew up up there. When did you first pick up a golf club?
2: Well, first, it's nice to know you have bad golfers on too. <laughs> you're
1: not, come on, <laughs> I'm not good. Come on, you're not, not a bad. Golfer. I am
2: bad, but uh, high school probably. My dad played, and so uh, I played a little then, and um, been hooked ever since. Not any good, but I love the game.
1: So, really, high school is when you first started playing. Yes, is that just to, I guess, be involved with sports in high school? Uh,
2: I guess my dad played, and to do something, you know, I played baseball and football, and so I didn't, uh, I didn't really golf. Really, wasn't any, even an option growing up. I mean, that's something I didn't even think about. Uh, you know, we had a public course, uh, sort of close to us, but never really thought about it till you know later in high school. What was golf in Massachusetts like? Uh, you have some really nice, nice golf courses because the weather is great for golf. Yeah, I mean, you got some really nice courses, but it's a short season, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, and the rough is really bad at some of those courses, <laughs> and um, uh, but you know, the, the I played a, a small course up uh, close to our house. And it was fairly tight. And, but all, all the courses, you know, and one thing they had back then that I wish they had now was really fun. They had a lit up par three course where you just bring, right. bring your wedge. And right yeah. in the middle of our, our city, it's closed now. I don't know why, but it was so much fun. Uh, and it was more than just golf. It was, you know, it wasn't top golf. Yeah. But it was a legitimate par three course. But it wasn't par three, it was almost, uh, it was part three, but it was really short with like hundred yards, ninety yards, water. Yeah. I mean it was really yeah. fun. And I, I really think that concept, you know, could work anywhere. I do too. Uh just, you know, a couple of wedges and
1: a putter and that's yeah. all you need. Yeah,
2: and it was a lot of fun. I mean, that was probably my my introduction to golf was that.
1: The country club, Brookline. Yeah. Host of this year's US Open. Yeah. Matt Fitzpatrick
2: won the amateur there and the US Open there. How how neat as that yeah and uh i remember my father went to he got to one to go 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 there once and he thought he was walking on the green when he was walking on the fairway oh no (laughs) (laughs) it it was it was so good you know and um i i really enjoyed that i mean i love the majors and uh, i i love the competition down the stretch i didn't really like who won the tournament but what a great deal for him how did you get to arkansas well it's gonna be a unique story because i uh, uh my parents came from ireland um, we didn't have much money for college, and, and when I was a junior in high school, I hooked up with a guy who was a assistant dog trainer. He was one of my fr- best friends, and as, as a senior, he had a dog uh, lost its muzzle and beat up the uh, one of the other dogs, and they were going to kill the dog, and it wasn't a very productive racer, and he said, no, I'll take the dog, and he said, no, you'll buy the dog. So for Keen Twister was her name. We each spent $400 and and, and bought a racing dog. So we had to find a. So a Greyhound. Yeah. Real quickly, we had to find a school in radio TV that was cheap, close to a racetrack. So we could bring Keen Twister down and I could go to school for broadcasting and he could go too to the same school. And you found found Arkansas State and it turned out to be the best decision I ever made, but it was a, a, a really a culture shock. I didn't have my parents come and I flew down and you're in a foreign land and you're in and Jonesboro wasn't as developed back then and um, it was uh, it was scary at first till I met some people from South Arkansas and you know we hooked up into murals and that kind of saved my life really.
1: When did you know that you wanted to be involved in the broadcasting business? Oh, uh, real
2: early. I would I would even at home put a towel over the TV and do play by play. And I grew up listening to Johnny Most, who I think is one of the one of the all time greats as far as a homer as a play by play guy. Who I <laughs> I just revered uh, Johnny Most. I was uh, really it was a, the most disappointing thing, and this happens in radio a lot. Is you never see the person, and you create this persona and then you see him for the first time and i saw him at a barbershop and i was really disappointed i said that's johnny most <laughs> it was late in his career he looked really bad but uh I, I i realized i wasn't gonna be a great athlete so at at that point there was just that excitement of relaying the news you know to even my family and so at, at that point i decided you know i wanted to at least pursue sports broadcasting and you were hooked yeah until I had my first broadcasting class at Arkansas State. There was a little red-haired guy, and he's deceased now, but Mark Ford, I think was his name, great guy. And I got in the announcing class, and he had a booming voice and was so good in all the, all the buttons and everything. And I was, like, turning my mic off and on, and <laughs> I think, this isn't going to work. I found out that guy had worked, like, five years in radio already, so... um, but it was great at Arkansas State, and I was just—I've I mean, been fortunate to get jobs, and and that's a that's a plus.
1: You said that uh, you came down here, you flew down here, and it was like you were in a foreign land. How how did you fit in with that northeastern
2: accent? Well, you learn real quick to try to talk like they talk. You <laughs> know, drop your G's. It's running. It's fishing, and you don't go with or runner you know and you kind
1: of like brian kelly at lsu yeah
2: and you go but you're not not to that degree <laughs> but you know, you're just trying to fit in and you go you know the the only time i get in real trouble is when i go real fast mm-hmm. and then you'll all you'll, you'll just revert and you'll just do it so quick that you you forget you get the you get that ah in there but i've been here so long now that you know my my daughters use fixing too so <laughs> <laughs> you've taught them well did you play golf in college? Uh, not really. Not at all. I mean, that was, uh, you know, I did a lot of intramurals, a lot of different. That was pretty much my my life was intramurals in college and doing some, like helping with the radio broadcast and that kind of stuff. We do fake broadcasts at the games, and uh, but not much, no golf in, in really college. Where was your first TV job? I was in Fort Smith, then? KHBS. KHBS. And I actually worked for radio. It's Channel 4029. Okay. I started out on a radio. And then I went over there. They had a uh, TV station, too, and I went and worked uh, TV there.
1: Okay. And then you moved down to Little Rock. The way and, at Channel 4. Yeah. I remember working with you yeah, at Channel 4. that's right. Friday back night, in the Friday day. Oh, Friday yeah. yeah. When did you come up with that concept, or was I that think it was already Bob there Steel. before No, you? they
2: just started that. Yeah. And um, I, I'm fortunate. To Bob Steele has hired me at both stations and was fired at both stations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was a great news director but <laughs> and um I still do but uh it was a concept he came up with and you know we were over at channel 4 and the reality is you're not going to compete with polios and the Razorbacks. I mean, that's it. I mean, right. Channel 7's the Razorback station. So you better find a niche and do something really well and we decided to really go all in on high school football. And we decided to fly the helicopter and I had photographers that were young like yourself that were we had Leonard Chambly. who was—he
1: like, wasn't very young
2: at the time. Leonard was—he was—he was big, and yeah, he could handle the about camera. Three hundred pounds in yeah. that helicopter, hanging out, yeah. And he—he uh, he embraced it, and uh, that was the—the the real fun of early Friday night flights was that everyone was as invested as me. They wanted to get the big play, and we had great photographers, and um, it was so much fun. And that was a time before Twitter, right? You know, when they—they they saw Shabazz for the first time on Channel Four, Channel Seven. You know, right. and, uh, and it was really fun for me because high school football is not huge in Massachusetts. They play on Saturday afternoons, and and here it's just another world. And I got a taste of that when I did Fort Smith Northside play by play and Fort Smith Southside. Just the Friday nights were, were were so much fun, especially at Channel Four. And they've been fun at Channel Seven, but mm-hmm. Channel Four when we first started with that helicopter, um, and Lender would break all kinds of rules. He'd be landing at like you know fast food places, McDonald's and Clarksville, and (laughs) when he wasn't supposed to, people reporting your helicopter is... Let's clarify that. Leonard
1: was not flying. We had Sandy Williams. Yes. One of the great pilots. Yes. uh, And, uh, yeah, I remember there were some times where... You know, we'd go and we'd put the lights out because you'd have to have landing lights for the yeah. games that you come back to because you couldn't see. And so we would
2: leave early enough. And most of the time, we'd go somewhere and we'd eat before we started our trip. Yeah, and those pilots were heavily invested. And I can't think of a, a uh, just a, a Friday where we we had a, a events, anything happen that caused our a delay we always got the video back and that's amazing when you do it for as many years yeah. and sometimes they'd fly you know when it was snowing you know they go by just the or not snowing i just foggy snowing, foggy they go by just the lights yeah and sometimes they found a field we didn't anticipate we were going to <laughs> <laughs> you know, one time we went to dollarway at halftime and lee hardman said the kickoff in the wash of the helicopter Blew the ball back to them. He said, Our kicker wasn't very good. He said, But that ball went up and it came back. <laughs> you know, so, uh, and that was a big thrill. When you saw that helicopter arrive, you knew it was a big deal.
1: How soon did you meet Barry Brandt
2: at Channel 4? Because you guys yeah. would play golf every That's day. Right. We didn't play every day. We played a lot. Could. Here's the story about Barry, too. Uh, he, I, I remember, my mem- my memory's not probably that great, but I don't think he was that much better than me when we started and we played at Rebsamen and then he got married, and he moved to Pleasant Valley and Barry is light years better than me now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's part of the part of that country club forces you to play better. Yeah. And if he didn't play better, you know, he wasn't gonna get to play in any of those member guests and everything like that. And um Well why didn't you join the country club? Well I didn't have the money, you know, so <laughs> nor did I have the games. So it was like it it was uh did
1: you two play for anything?
2: Uh, oh yeah, we had we'd play we'd play like teams, and we 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 were highly competitive, and um, and that was great great times too. I remember one time Barry told me it was pouring at my house, and he said, "Hey, come on down, it's fine here." And I got there, it was pouring there. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Barry's been great, and Barry had the greatest save for me in uh, fr- Friday night flights. We had a kid from Pine Bluff returned. Two kicks for touchdowns in the first half, and his name was spelled the first name D E D E T R O N, and I knew it wasn't Detatron. And Barry thought, came up with the idea, you call, let's call him the D Train, and that's we never once even thought of pronouncing his name. It was the D Train, and I, Fred, Barry Brant, with Barry, smarter than me, so he came up with that. <laughs> well, you've come up with some good names. Yeah, that's well, we how did, how did
1: how did you start. Doing well, so a
2: great Shabazz was the first one, and then Madre Hill said he wanted a nickname, and then you know if if a guy was uh, consistently doing well, and he had a he had a a, a name like Philip Bread and Butterfield, just fun I mean, Philip Butterfield from Lake Hamilton, and uh, and then people would get in on it like Jason Peterson had one, Larry Walls of I think he was somewhere in Pine Bluff. Larry Great Walls of Fire. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And it was uh and you come up with you know, these names and these and it's just having fun and it's making making, you know, something special out of a highlight. And you never know when it'll stick. And but the guy's gotta be good every week. You just can't name a guy. And you come up with some that are you know, I was thinking when I named the kid over at Pulaski Academy, the little guy, I named the Pocket Rocket, and I was thinking like um Andre Richard, the hockey player. I wasn't thinking any other way but the news team when they heard the pocket rocket just couldn't. <laughs> said you can't use that one <laughs> no we didn't we continued to use it though the kid kid embraced it he was good with the nickname so okay. it was all right
1: you and barry though kind of ironic you were both at channel four yeah and you were playing golf yeah uh, in the
2: mornings and then you'd go work in the evenings but you both wound up at channel seven yeah and barry went first although they shipped him off to florida to work there and then I followed him over and, uh, and in reality I didn't make any more money going from channel 4 to channel 7, but it was the opportunity to go to the Razorback station and work with Paul eels. Yeah you know and um, and you know you see people on TV that they're always they're not always as 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 they appear on TV when they're when you meet them off the air and Paul was nicer and uh, I caught him on the back end of his career and the highlight of my broadcasting career were the six or seven years I spent with Paul. And he was just uh, so different than anyone I've ever worked with. And I don't think he ever looked back at a tape. And he would interview people, and he would go forever. It's 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 not that he was looking for something. It was when they were done. And then he would sit and talk to them. And I can't tell you how many deadlines I feared he would miss. And he always got back in time. And He never uh, missed a one, did he? No, and he never, ever, like, there are mistakes in TV. I remember one time a guy... Left the booth while Paul was doing a live, he was a live shot in Fayetteville, and didn't press the button to roll the tape. So Paul sat in front of the camera for like forty seconds before he rolled the tape. And uh, you know, guy would have been livid, and, and Paul never, Paul just washed it away and went on to the next, you know, next show. And uh, just what a great man. And um, you know, you think about him a lot when certain events come up. And yeah. you know, like you can't be play by play guy forever, but he did end on a and a good note, you know, because it was Houston not was there and they were doing well and bang, you know. How many times did you and him play golf? We played a lot. And Paul had a knack. Some guys have the knack. He, not, he wasn't a great golfer. He was better than me, but Paul had the knack in tournaments like to hit putts like and just just come up with a special shot. And part of it is I don't think Paul ever had a nervous bone in his body. Just, you know, he didn't worry about bad shots. And uh, I I get scared to death sometimes playing in front of people. I was uh, <laughs> I was playing with Nancy Lopez in her foursome at Pleasant Valley, and on the last hole, people were lined up. I hooked a low liner off someone's golf cart. It oh no! About about quit golf then. <laughs> but she was very nice, and that was years ago. And um, but the memory still sticks with me. Friday night flights. And Sully's Little Heroes. Another thing yeah. that you have kind of come up with. And I haven't done as much lately, and I regret. And um, I'll get back out during basketball season. Um, because every here's the thing: everybody has kids, mm-hmm. and, and most everyone has played youth sports, and you can relate to them rather than, you know, a, a, a pro athlete. And generally, when you shoot kids, something unusual is going to happen, or you might run into this phenom. You know, and see see a guy like a uh, DJ Williams when he's playing in six or seven years, you right? Know, which we did, and um, it's it's been fun when you have someone that you come that you meet later that said, "Yeah, you you know, I was on your your show. I probably don't remember you, but you were on the show then, and it was big to them." And um, that's a lot of fun, you know, just showing up at a random kids game and, and shooting it. Your Father's Day putt putt golf. Yeah,
1: how did that come about?
2: Well, uh, my favorite place, everybody has their their place where they, you know, look to get away. Mm-hmm. Some of it's a recliner, some of it's a backyard. Mine's golf world. Just hit balls. And I would hit balls out there, and I came up with a, a father. I wanted to do a father-child tournament, and they were so good. And we just, we, we kind of took a break or ended it because we've done it for like 25 years and um they they did it all and they are the greatest people they could leave um i don't think they make much money out there but they realize that's a landmark mm-hmm. you know that golf ball out there it's been flooded before yeah and it still comes yeah, back they've been robbed and yeah. i mean they but they keep uh, patrick and tommy uh they're great guys and uh and they went all out we we would give away like 16 or 1700 dollars and and prize money. but what we found out, though, is that people even cheat at the father-child tournament. Oh, my god. That's gosh. something about golf. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. People cheat at any level. <laughs> the one thing in my job is you meet some great people. Mm-hmm. And the people at Golf World have been so good to me over the years. And right now at 63, I feel like I'm playing my best golf because I'm not hitting it as far right and left. I'm hitting it pretty much straight. And that's maybe a function of being 63, but uh, maybe I don't care as much. But even the golf range, driving range, I'm hitting mostly be- good shots. And the good, great news is the station is moving right down the road from you guys, Yeah, which is close to Rebsiman, Right, And you got to have your priorities right. So I can come in at 11 o'clock, play nine holes, and do that three or four times a week, and I'm bound to get better. You're going to get better, Sully. <laughs> so
1: there's no question yeah. about it. You're a guy that can't sit still. I probably should have brought a seatbelt in here <laughs> no. for this interview, but you have to get your steps in. How are you able to play
2: golf and be patient with it? Yeah, well, it's a game that takes a little bit of patience. Yeah, but Does if it you, not? If a lot of groups you guys you play with play fast. Okay. And the, the most frustrating thing about golf is hit a bad shot and not to get to hit it again right away. <laughs> you have to wait. And um uh, that's something that uh I don't like slow golf. And that that's one thing about golf, you know, if I had a complaint is some of these tournaments it's about camaraderie and hanging out, but some of them go so slow. Mhm. Who's a golfer that when they're on TV, you have to stop oh, and Oh, it would watch. be Tiger Woods, you know, and that would be and – and now, you know, Zalatoris, you mm-hmm. know, for the Simmons Bank. You know, if you have any tie to a guy – like, I don't know the guy. I think Kyle did a story on him, but, you know, he's a Simmons Bank guy. And I know the guy's a Simmons Bank. And, um, and then you get connected to his story, so you follow him. And, and that's the thing about golf. You follow individuals more than you follow just the game. And uh, that's why I like those guys. I like Tiger Woods because he transcended the game. And when you had Mickelson, and you had Woods, and you had, you know, Greg Norman, and uh, now I was looking at Scheffler a little because he was dominating, and yeah. I wanted to see how good he was. But the great thing about the thing about golf now is the parody. Uh, this guy can be cruising along and then Bang. Yeah. He, he can go through a rough time he can just
1: like <laughs> just like us amateurs yeah
2: that makes you appreciate tiger woods and in the run he had how good he yes, was and how elite he was and um and and that's why he's tiger woods because yeah. it's golf's not easy do you like
1: playing in scrambles as like a celebrity where they put you with four others
2: well i yes and no i like playing with people i know because they know i'm bad you know <laughs> i mean i've had some bad experiences i mean i I've played so poorly and you know like Johnny Rice is, a, is like the best amateur athlete the North Little Rock coach out there yeah he had a great team and I was on that team and I was horrible that day and I was just terrible I didn't even want to hit the ball you know I'd kind of rather play with four guys I know yeah you know and not be um just horrible but okay um but uh, you don't want to play in one of those turns if you're not playing well best golf course you've ever played Best golf course I've ever played. I'm trying to think because I haven't played at a lot of you know I, you know probably just Chennault. I mean just just out there and um, in Pleasant Valley. I mean I like those courses and I played down Hot Springs some, and um, but that's that's about it. I had a chance to play some of these tournaments like in Tulsa when they've had the pro media day, mm-hmm. and I've passed those like up. Southern Hills. Yeah, a Lotion? Yeah, have you got out there? I had I a chance to play, but I didn't play there. Why, why? not? Because I was playing so poorly. I think, I think if you even have a caddy there, I'd be so bad. Well, the you... caddy might help you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 or spread the word. This guy's just
1: horrible. <laughs> oh no! Come on now. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sully. Fantasy foursome. Three other players, living or deceased. You okay. would like to play? Well, around
2: Paul with. definitely. Nolan Richardson, because he's a he'd be the he'd be the A golfer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's one of the great stories yeah. of golf. Why? Why should he be a good golfer? You know, he's and, good. Yeah, and that's something he. Uh, and that's just amazing about Nolan. But Nolan, uh, definitely my dad and um, Paul Eales, You know what a great force. Yeah, that that's would good. Be. And uh, and and Paul was such a, just a uh, a good guy to everyone. And so was Nolan. You know. And that's I'm a huge Nolan Richardson fan. And that's um, and I find it just amazing that he's that good at golf too. Would Paul give you putts? Uh, Paul would give whatever you want to do. Paul Paul, Paul, would, Paul would go along with. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play Tommy golf, Paul would go along with it. Wow. So that's Paul Eels. Yeah. I mean, um and he, he he genuinely roots for the other guy too. I mean I his last day on this earth, he played golf. Yeah, he did. And uh and he was around the Razorbacks. So if you think in that way, you know, it was a good day for Paul. And uh just it ended so horrifically that another life was lost. Right. And I'm thinking if he had lived through it and she had died, oh. he would have been a different man the rest of his life. And I had talked to him on the way home, so I knew he was doing fine. So something—I—I ha- I gotta believe something happened medically because he had made that trip thousands of times, just thousands of times. Yeah. And you know, I thought Harry King would kill him because they they 100 degrees and they'd be playing 36 <laughs> holes. I'm saying, my god, Harry's trying to kill you. I said, he survived Harry King, he should survive everything. <laughs> I, I feel for Harry King because he used to play so much with Paul. Oh, what's his all, life all been like? Time. What's his golf life been like since Paul, you know, yeah. has been gone?
1: Yeah, and the, the story that Harry King told me when he was on an episode of From the Short Grass of. The time that he lost his wedding ring. Yeah. And who was down at Rebsman looking for it? Paul Eels. Yeah, yeah, just some of those great stories. That's Paul. Yeah, and, that is. Um, well, Sully, thanks for coming in. Yeah, good to hey, have you. we had, you you had on. a great
2: show. I, well, I, you thank know, you. I, I, I struggle to find it, so I find the promos more than I find the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: can help you. Go to go to your Apple phone okay. and uh download Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you, Tony and you can Romo find it. on one show. Yeah, how'd you get him? Went out to Vegas. Well, what a deal. My thanks to Steve Sullivan for coming into the studios of the Buzz Radio Network and not asking me to fly to Vegas to interview him, although it would have been a fun trip. We could have done it maybe played some golf out there as well. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels, one of our great sponsors From the Shortgrass, hotel locations that they manage all across the Mid-South. Find all of their locations on their website, bphotels.com. We're back to wrap it up after this. Stay with us. When your travels take you
3: to Bentonville for a meeting with Walmart, a trip to Crystal Bridges, or the Walmart Amp for a concert, make sure you book your stay at one of the top Beechwood Pinnacle Hotel Group properties. Beechwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages the Doubletree Suites, an all-suite hotel with tons of meeting space, and the Hilton Garden Inn, which has been newly remodeled rooms throughout the entire property. The best place to stay in Northwest Arkansas is a Beechwood Pinnacle Hotel Group property. Visit them on the web at bphotels.com. This is Thomas Blackman of Blackman Auctions. You all know by now I'm not a good golfer, but my son loves the game, and he and I have been playing more. I've got my score down to uh, I've quit playing a scramble on every hole. I'm using the bunker rake much less than I used to, and a lot of the time I hit my drives past the women's tee box. All of my success in golf can directly be tied to me listening to From the Short Grass. Without it, I would not be the golfer I am today. Trey, you owe me 20 bucks for that. Trey knows golf. I know auctions. Come see us at blackmanauctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions.
1: At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. That will do it for this edition of From the Shortgrass. Again, I want to thank Steve Sullivan for taking time out of his busy schedule to stop by and sit down for our little chat, if you will. The Arkansas State Golf Association. Congratulations to the latest class of the Arkansas State Golf Association Hall of Fame. It includes Lee Brunn, longtime Jonesboro Country Club head professional, Trey Rutledge, longtime Hot Springs Country Club superintendent, Pam Spikes, an eight-time AWGA champion, Dot Germain, an accomplished amateur, collegiate, and LPGA player in her time, and the late Dan Murphy, who was raised in Texarkana, served on the PGA National Board and served as a rules official for three times during the PGA Championship and two times as a Ryder Cup rules official. I also want to leave you with this funny golf quote from the late Seve Ballesteros. He said the only time I talk on the golf course is to my caddy and then only to complain when he has given me the wrong club. As always, when you find a ball mark on the green, fix it and a couple of more. And I hope to see you sometime soon from the short grass.
0: You've been listening to from the short grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. This has been a presentation of the buzz radio network.